0: What is addiction? According to the American Society of Addiction Medicine, addiction is a chronic disease of brain reward, motivation, and memory, and is acquired through attention, developed through learning, and maintained through habit. You can become addicted to depressants, stimulants, opioids, hallucinogens, marijuana, and some other drugs. Some of the criteria needed to be diagnosed by the DSM-5 include, substance taken in larger amounts over a longer period than intended, persistent desire or unsuccessful efforts to cut down or control substance use. Recurrent use results in failure to fulfill major role obligations at work, school, or home. As you use more and more of your substance, you start to build up a tolerance, meaning you need more of the substance to get the same effects. After taking the drug for so long, your body becomes dependent on that drug, expecting to get what it normally does. When you don't get that high, then your body will start going through withdrawal. Withdrawal symptoms are different for each drug, but are very adverse symptoms, causing you to give in to get that high. People who are addicted to a substance will do almost anything in their power to get the drug. No matter the consequences, the only thing on their mind is getting that high. As research on addiction continues to grow, some believe that addiction is a type of learning disorder. A person's addiction to a drug is just their form of an unhealthy coping mechanism that was once learned. When using drugs... The brain's systems involved in making decisions becomes hijacked by the addictive substances. The risk period is during development, particularly in the adolescent phase. Early intervention can help fight addiction before it takes over someone's life completely.
1: In a recent interview, they interviewed a guy named Ken Sealy, who is a TV host for a show called Intervention. He is 20 years sober, and he also founded a company called Intervention 911. In this interview, he talks about how genetics and environmental influence have an impact on the family and the addicts. The question asked was, why is it common to see multiple family members suffering from addiction? he responded with the family environment plays a major role on how addiction runs in the families for example if there's an addict in the family how the family behaves during the time can either help the person with the addiction or not many families are in denial how their behaviors support the person's addictions another question asked was how do genetics and environment influence addiction many families see addictions appearing throughout their generations however People who are prone to addiction may not become an addict because their environment has not allowed it. If there is an unhealthy environment around the person, then most likely they will be active in their addiction. Another question asked, how do you explain why some people become addicts even though there's no family history of the addiction? Genetics is not the only factor for this disease. Environment experiences or mental health are factors that can influence whether a person becomes an addict. For example, a person who doesn't suffer from addiction, they can stop themselves from drinking too much because the cons outweigh the pros. But a person who suffers from this disease will continue to drink to fill a void. The last question asked was, if someone's an alcoholic, does this mean that other family members are at risk for alcoholism, specifically or for addiction in general? He responded with, addictions can manifest in so many ways. The addict is trying to fill a void because they're uncomfortable in their own skin. Something seems to be missing for them, or not there. So they turn into gambling, drinking, drugs, etc. These people can also have cross addictions, which means being addicted to many other substances. There are many risk
2: factors associated with addiction. First, genetic predisposition. If your parents or siblings have alcohol or drug abuse problems, you're more likely to as well. Using drugs at an early age also increases the risk of becoming addicted when you're older. That is a critical time for your brain as it is still developing and growing, so using drugs can negatively affect that. Comorbidity is also a big risk factor. Having other brain disorders such as depression, anxiety, or PTSD can increase the risk greatly. This is because the person is constantly feeling sad or worrying and the use of drugs or alcohol can help them feel better and forget everything. A lot of times drugs or alcohol are used as a bad coping mechanism. Environmental influences such as exposure to physical or emotional abuse or trauma can also increase the risk for addiction, again, because drugs are commonly used as a coping mechanism. Now we're going to talk about the epidemiology of addiction. We already said earlier that addiction does have a genetic link. If either of your parents suffer from addiction, you are 40 to 60% more likely to become addicted sometime in your life. There can also be chemical differences in the brain that leave someone more susceptible to developing an addiction. There's a lifetime prevalence of any substance related disorder of 14.6%. This means that there's a 14.6% chance that sometime in your lifetime, you'll become addicted to some substance. Again, addiction is often comorbid, so it's usually seen with people who have anxiety or depression. Now we're gonna talk about some of the common myths and misconceptions about addiction. The first one is, using drugs or alcohol is a choice, so if someone gets addicted, it's their fault. While trying the drug for the first time is a choice, once you're addicted, it's not a choice anymore. No one wants to be addicted to drugs, they just become dependent on them. Another myth is, if someone just uses willpower, they should be able to stop. It is very uncommon for people to stop their addiction cold turkey. The brain is rewired and flooded with chemicals that signal pleasure. These changes in the brain negatively affect a person's self-control and ability to make good decisions, and they send intense impulses to feed their addiction. It's very hard for them to stop and most as if they don't have control. Another misconception is addiction mostly affects certain types of people. Addiction can affect anyone, no matter your age, gender, income, ethnicity, religion, or profession. According to Face It Together, nationally, about one in eight people ages 12 and up are impacted, whether it be their mother, brother, or even close friends. And the last myth is, people with addiction are bad and need to be punished. Addiction can cause people to do horrible things. Their judgment is clouded, and they would feel so sick without the drug, so they're willing to do whatever they need to get the drug. Profound changes in the brain compel them to lie, steal, and even worse, in order to keep using. When someone is doing all of these horrible things, it's hard to understand them and feel bad, but they are deeply sick, and sick people need treatment, not punishment.
3: No matter of the addiction, substance abuse contributes to tens of thousands of deaths per year. According to the National Institute on Drug Abuse, the national number of overdose deaths has more than tripled since 2000. An estimated 114 people die on a daily basis due to drug use. Over the past five years, the United States has seen around 65 to 75,000 deaths a year due to overdose. A large percentage of these deaths involve prescription opioids, which total around 50,000 deaths. In the United States prison system, there are around 74,000 inmates incarcerated on drug offenses, which would be about 45% of the United States prison population. Instead of court-mandated recovery programs, our justice system would rather throw individuals fighting addiction into a system that predicts 77% of drug offenders will reoffend. Around 21 million Americans live with addiction, yet only 10% seek treatment. For that 10%, there are only 14,000 treatment facilities in the United States. With over 2 million people currently receiving treatment for substance abuse, it is obvious there is a need for more treatment outlets for individuals battling addiction. Referring back to Maddie's comment on addiction being a learning disorder, I'd have to agree because addiction is not created by just an exposure to drugs, but it is a learned relationship between the timing and pattern of the exposure to substances. Therefore, four, addiction isn't necessarily a lifelong problem and with the correct help can be overcome and treated.